The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. No, I watched it after the fact. I woke up. I don't watch the Oscars. I woke up in the morning and all I seen was all these fire ass memes. Jim <laughs> texted me and Anthony and goes, "Yo, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock <laughs> last night." I woke up to this. I'm like, "Huh?" And Anthony was just like, "What's going on?" He was saying some stuff, and then I looked and saw a Twitter thing, and so I saw the whole thing go down. I was like, "He didn't punch him. He slapped him." Yeah. But then I. That's all. That's all today has been is like Will Smith smacked them. And now there's two sides of the world. Remember when it was just like you're either a Trump person or you're not. Now yeah. it's like, yo, you're either with Will or you're not with Will. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, personally, I feel like it's nobody's fucking business. Mm-hmm. Like re- and like from a dude, this has become everything. There's memes. There's. Everybody oh. has an opinion. It's it's crazy. Oh yeah, dude. I've been sharing those memes all day They're long. Great. This shit's fucking hilarious. They're great. I found one with you remember the 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 flex steel guy or the <laughs> the flex shield guy? It <laughs> showed like the guy where he goes and slaps the thing on like to cover up a, some water. Yeah. And it's like he's got Will Smith's face and then the like black flex thing is Chris Tucker. <laughs> oh my god. Or Chris dude. Rock. Fucking hilarious. I've seen one that said, um, Thank God it wasn't a joke about Alec Baldwin's wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how? I was like, shit. And then I saw one where there was a it was a meme where you, you've seen the one where like a Will Smith was being interviewed. He was crying because he was talking about his relationship with Jada, all this. Yeah. Stuff. And um, it was Jada. And she said, if it was Tupac, he would have shot him. And you yeah, I've Will seen Smith that. Looking at her crying all sad and shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is rough. Dude. Oh, my God. No, I seen one and it was like uh, the beginning of the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. And it was like. <laughs> it was a slap. I got in one little fight. fight. My mom got scared. Oh, and it my said, God. <laughs> it said, you can't hit Chris Rock because your wife has no hair. That's so rough, bro. But here's the thing. OK, so let's talk about this in a, re- a realistic tone here. Um, If you agree with it or not, whatever the case is, first of all, like. Typically, violence, especially for something like that. Come on, man. Yeah. In my opinion, I would say, like, if you want to smack them, cool. I get it. Like, do it at the after party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't do it on the stage, bro. Like, no, you know why? Because you know what? If you watch that video, he's laughing. Yeah. He's laughing. And then Jada was very upset. And you can see it in her face. Oh, yeah. And so, knowing the things they've been going through for the past couple years, especially very publicly, right? Oh, yeah. You know he was feeling like, oh fuck, she's gonna be look at me like I'm nothing. Yeah, I gotta go do something. So you know, yeah, <sighs> it, that's like I get it, I get it, I do. Because again, I grew up in the hood. Like, yes, I come from that. But but this ain't the Source Awards. No, it's not. All right, and, we ain't pulling guns, son. <laughs> no, and like, bro, you're a public figure. So like this is definitely who tries to be positive and puts out all these videos on Facebook about positivity and life changes and mm. be this way and that way and be in the moment. And yeah. And now y'all here smacking 
Chris Rock instead of the guy that fucked your wife. And you're. Tr- <laughs> did you see that one too? Yes, I did. That's so bad, bro. God damn. But yes, you know, I think what he it is is he's going through a lot of things. And as much as he likes to say he was cool with a lot of that stuff, I think he wasn't. Of course he wasn't. And that's why like this was something that just kind of set him off, which was really weird. Yeah. Weird. Like you said, after party, hit him, right? Whatever it is. The other thing I saw was there. This isn't the first time. Like there was other times that Chris Rock made fun of Will and Jada. Like the last time they skipped the the, the awards or something, whatever it was. He made he had all these jokes and Will didn't like it or whatever. But still, again, like you said, you are now especially up for best actor, bro. Yeah. In in a position where you're supposed to be able to still. Yeah, take this. You got to take the slings and arrows. That's what comes with it. Exactly. Like being a celebrity isn't like being a normal person. No. Like I can go out tonight, get hammered and fight somebody in a bar and yeah. it's not going to matter tomorrow. Right. But once that dollar figure goes past a certain number and once you affect other people's dollar figures, mm-hmm. you've given it up because you've decided this is the route I'm going to take to take that paycheck home. Exactly. So you've given up that. Mm-hmm. So it's rough. It is rough. It's, it is. Whew. Jesus, especially in an era of cancel culture. Yes. Like, because immediately right now I'm seeing tweets that are talking about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing that. And then I'm also seeing tweets about like, well, I guess that's probably the difference between your feats because I didn't see anything about toxic. I masculinity. saw that. I saw things about, though, like there's people who are saying, you know what, if you're going to talk about sp- speaking up and standing up for your black woman and making sure black women aren't attacked anymore then don't come at will i'm seeing i'm seeing two sides like i see all kinds of stuff see mine all i'm seeing is well memes and it's like yes my husband would have done that for me Uh yes like you (laughs) protect your woman yes queen (laughs) yeah like everything is just especially i seen the one with Nicki minaj where she was like that's right that's right he better had smacked him love you chris but still (laughs) like yeah I mean, because it's rough. Let's let's talk to the other side, too. Right. Like Jada Pinkett Smith has been very vocal about dealing with this thing, this alopecia, the fact that she loses her hair. Yeah. And so she shaves her head and keeps it real short to not be so pronounced and notice these chunks missing. Right. And and one of the things I've seen before, because I've seen these videos where girls on uh, they do these challenges where they chop off all their hair that are super long and they're very emotional about it yeah and it's a big deal like a a, a a woman's hair a girl's hair is is a part of their identity oh like, yeah and, and they style it a certain way because it's who they are so if you take it away immediately now they're exposed and they don't know how they look yeah to the world so for her that's always been a thing that she's tried to control so that she has a certain image she's upholding to the world and in two seconds, Chris Rock with a bad joke, yeah, does that down, and you could see it hurt her. It yeah, really yeah. did. Well, because it's something that she's very insecure about. Yeah, like, dude. Everybody we all has have it. Yeah. And Every- imagine being called out on TV. Yeah, especially in all front the of millions of and people. I think that's yeah because the the only reason we see the unedited version is because that comes from other countries. Yeah. In America, they didn't show Will Smith cut cursing. They just did this weird little repeat. If you watch the videos coming from the US, yeah. It just shows Chris Rock like being like, "What?" and then it goes it just does it again, yeah. which is weird. But all the other countries showed it. And Will is not happy because, again, either it's because of that or maybe he realized, holy shit, no, you can't do this. Yeah. And it flared. 
because, dude, he was not playing when he sat there and was like, you keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, he was ready to fight him. It Bro, was about to be like bare It was about boxing. to be Source Awards. Son. Yeah, like, like I was like ready Coast, for West Coast, East Coast, son. I know. I was like, what? I was hoping that like Chris Rock would have done something, but he would just said, wow. And like, which I give him props because if it would have been me, we would have been fighting. It'd been like Jerry. But let's, but let's be real. Everybody hates Chris. I know. It's based on Chris Rock. <laughs> For real. He is not trying to fight, bro. Will uh, Smith comes from the streets of Philly. Yeah. When he's talking about, I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. Like, he got in fights when he was a kid. Yeah. He was a street kid. Yeah. Dude, you could take the kid out the hood. No, no, absolutely not. But you ain't not. taking the hood out the kid. No, you won't. I No matter I how far it. he is with his positivity and I'm here and there. There's going to be something that sets something off and that deep seed inside you is going to go, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Here, hold my ear. I know. Hold quick. my ear. You know what I mean? Hold my weave. Hold you know my what I'm weave. Saying? Like, that's not a joke. No, it's not. Ooh. Oh, So, man. dude, there's two different sides and it's rough and it, and you wish you hadn't have to see it live. Like, that should have just been taken care of behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm all about privately doing things, but I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I in my family it was like an instant reaction. If something happened, like you instantly took care of it. So I do understand yeah. like where he's at. I understand both sides. I do. Me like too, I dude. get, I, I get it. But like, it's just funny. It's crazy. I thought it was hilarious. What world do we live in now, dude? I know. Well, now I feel like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it would have just been strictly like, yeah, that's how you protect your wife. But now, but now it's, it's like, like a divide. What do you think you're doing? You yeah. have to be a big male ape, this blah, 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 that comes in and, yeah. you know, tries to act like you're the dominant male. Like, what's happening here? Because there's going to be people that are going to go, uh-uh. And apparently, like, the Academy is doing some sort of review of their bylaws and rules. And uh, people what, are what th- talking, like, are they going to take his, his award away? Oh, I don't know. Because I mean, of that, he should have been disqualified immediately so he wouldn't be up for the award by the time it was announced an hour later. Did he win the award? Yeah, dude. He was best actor. Oh, wow. He won best actor. And did you see his, his acceptance speech? No. It was emotional. It was very emotional. He had tears coming down halfway through, but he was talking about like the struggles going through to get here. You know, this is it's his first Oscar, his yeah. first Academy Award. And he talks about playing this role to about the two sisters the father of the sisters and while he was in that and he talks about something like um he's really been struggling with where god wants him to be right now the role god wants him to play which is this kind of river for his people where he's a protector mm-hmm. right and so he talked about the woman who played the uh, william sister's mother i forgot mm-hmm. her name somebody ingenue mm-hmm and then the two girls that played the sisters and how he had to feel very protective of them. Yeah. And then he's from the old school where you protect your family. So when people come at your family, you protect them. So he was laying that groundwork and and he had some tears coming. But then he said something about like, you know, he apologizes to the Academy. He apologizes to his fellow nominees. And Denzel told him something off stage that's where he told him um, when you're at your highest, you got to be careful. That's when the devil's going to come for you. Yeah, dude, like he was just saying it was a power. People are applauding him and shit after they just saw him slap Chris Rock. People are like, yes, yes. I mean, I get it again. It's like people look at especially when it comes to husband and wife. It's like a very sacred bond. Yeah. So that might be his only saving grace in the situation. The problem here, though, is you're talking about generations now. Yeah, they're under ours and maybe even in yours, but under where. 
there's things called polyamorous where it's about like that's not a such thing as sacred husband and w- husband and wife you shouldn't say husband and wife you yeah. should say partner or you should you know what i mean so it's a different world bro it's a different world than he's navigating in now yeah. you know what i mean at his age you know yeah which i get but so we'll see how it plays out but it's crazy yeah I want to see more memes, though. I do, too. Dude. I love been, memes, bro. I was cracking up because my cousin sent me one, and it showed, like, after Will had smacked him, so his hand was, like, down, <laughs> and it was circled, and it said, paper beats rock. <laughs> oh, God, bro. They're rough. Oh, my God. But you know what? I come from I come from a generation where there's nothing that's off limits to comedy. There oh, just no. isn't. So I get it, but... It shouldn't be okay to hit a comedian who's making a joke. Like, you, yeah. it's not okay. No. Like, it's... he's a legit comedian. If it was somebody that wasn't a comedian, an actor, or a, a musician, oh, maybe go after him, right? But this is a legit person who writes jokes to offend sometimes. So yeah. So, that's the point. And, you know, it's rough. It's hard. It's hard to pick what you see because... What, like you go to a comedy club now and somebody says something that really offends somebody in the crowd, it's okay for them to go hit a comedian? Well, no, definitely not. Crazy, right? Yeah. But it's a hard, it's a hard side to like see. So I would say if you bought tickets to go see a show, yeah. At a, like you're asking to be you made know fun it's of. Coming. Yeah. So well, in at that the award case, shows, hold on a sec. Have you ever seen Ricky Gervais? No. Do you know who he is? No. Okay. Have you ever seen <laughs> The Office? Yes. Have you ever seen the original from the from England? No. Okay, so the guy that plays Michael Scott. Yeah. His name's Ricky Gervais. Oh, that guy. Okay, I know yes. who that is. Yes, he's known for being very, very controversial with his comedy. He don't okay. give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck, bro. After this, we're gonna. I'm gonna show you something where he. Oh, because they had him on the Academy Awards, the Golden Globes, and stuff. Yeah. And he don't give a fuck. He goes at everyone oh, you don't wow. care who they are yeah so it's like and a it's comedy central roast <laughs> yes yes it's so good it's so good but nobody ever slapped him yeah i get it again it's, people know what they're getting into when they go to award shows and there's a comedian that's presenting they just know what they're getting but here it's the oscar so maybe yeah. it's like you're supposed to keep it a little bit but i feel like he did i feel like ricky gervais did the oscars dude I don't know. I don't. I'm going to have to show him to you. You're going to be like, oh, my God. Like, he yeah. goes hard, bro. He don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. Well, this shit sounds. It's just crazy because it's like, I don't know. I'm not good at navigating like people. Anyway, I crack jokes all the time that yeah. I, and I offend people all the time. Like, it's not even a question of like, maybe I do. Like, I a thousand percent yeah. accidentally offend people all the time. And like, see, like, that's the thing. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I get it. And it's just. I don't know. It's hard to say like what's what what's good and what's not. Yeah, because again, I don't. I mean, I come from that, so I understand why he smacked him. And then on the other side, I'm an adult, and I understand why he should not have smacked him. Right? It's comedy, or yeah. even yeah, you, you could pull him aside and be like, "Bro, that wasn't cool, man. Go, pr- can you go apologize to my wife?" Right? Yeah. And something. then even in Jada's eyes, he'd be like, "All right, cool. He handled it and had him come apologize to me." Yeah. But this was like live. I know this was a lot. They call it the slap heard round the world now. Dude, I I heard it when he fucking did it. Like it hit his <laughs> mic. That shit was loud. It was rough. It was Damn. Yeah. All right, let's slap ourselves into this because we're doing a new show right now. We yeah. have a new episode to talk about. This yes. is tube time. I'm Courtney. <laughs> I'm Chris. Holy crap. That's a lot though. That is There's a lot. A lot happening in the world of entertainment. 
in one night, just one night, has the entire world on fire. Well, Legit. Will Smith is such a large person. It'd be like Denzel Washington doing something like that, you know? Yeah. And like... Yeah. Because you wouldn't pe- put it past certain people. Yeah. Like, if you saw certain people do it, you'd be like, of course. Yeah. Of course they did this, right? Oh, Kanye did something crazy on stage? Of course he did, yeah. right? Which... But Will Smith? Come on, man. I know. I Although I did see I a Kanye, Kanye meme. Me- <laughs> he was like, oh. Kanye, seeing now that you get to smack comedians. <laughs> oh, God. That's so good, dude. That's so good. Oh, my um, God. Anyway, so yes, this is tube time. We're talking TV. Uh, we have a brand new episode we're going to talk about here. Here's the thing. So tube time was typically things we haven't seen, like either you didn't or I didn't. Yeah. And then we try to say if we want to keep seeing it. But we both both seen this. Yes. And we were like, we just want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking love Larry David. Yes. And we're talking Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> This is the first episode, and so I was watching it. I was like, wow, I forgot how this looks. The yeah. first one is it's kind of rough looking in terms of production. Well, I was going to say the quality is terrible. You can hear the echoes from the yeah. audio. Like, it's yeah. terrible. It's like they were like, let's do a test, and this would be what the show is, and then we're going to s- sell this. Yeah. It felt like they were filming a reality TV show. It's very weird. Yeah. Now, one of the things I knew about this show was that there's a there's a storyline for the episode and it's a loose script. Like there's certain lines that they made sure they wanted them to say. But yeah. Otherwise, they're just supposed to try to be natural and work through whatever the situation was. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's why it comes across very much like sometimes they talk over each other. And yeah. There's like, you know, and they kind of giggle when they're la- like talking like, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of times when where they're like, uh. They're talking, but there's a little bit of laughing happening. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like so, improv. Yes. This show is very much big time improv with guiding factors. Yeah. Okay. I like it, though. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's like watching a live action podcast. It's great, though. <laughs> it is. And it's the the thing I love about Curb Your Enthusiasm is I, I don't know why. Like, I'm not like Larry, but I love a person like Larry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fucking ridiculous. Where he's just like everything. Where he's, it's almost like he says the things that deep down sometimes you want to. Like even you might not even say those kinds of things, (laughs) right? But he would, and you're just like, oh, I love that he did, or that this is the kind of person he is, and or it's like you you watch him come across a situation, you're like, oh god, here you go, because you know he's gonna have something. He's gonna have something to say about this. Well, he's. Who George Costanza yes. is based off of Which in I Seinfeld. Love. And I George was a fucking idiot. Like and when an you asshole. watch that, you start to think to yourself, okay, was this something that Larry David went through? Like, is this something or not? Like, you know, probably what I, mean? I could see it. So, like, oh. we start the episode and it zooms in on his crotch. <laughs> he's flipping it, right? <laughs> yeah. He's got these corduroys pants where it's so, quote unquote, tenting. Yeah. So, for guys who wear specific pants, well, back in the day, it was when it was baggier, right? Yeah. When you sat, it would bunch up, and the crotch with the zipper part would literally tent up like you've, like you're starting to like poke some wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. But you know? This was like an excessive amount. These yes. corduroy pants had to be like, 
one corduroy. I think he was wearing them Two. super big, dude. They were super, super big. For the show, so that they could make this part of this story. Because yeah. like he's literally flipping it with his fingers back and forth. So yeah. you're like, okay, so it's his pants. He's like he's he's obsessing on the fact that it's sticking up. And his wife sits down and he's like, Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. And she's like, What's going on under there? What's he's like, going on? Nothing. It's the pants. Like, yeah. He's all annoyed by it. <laughs> and she just thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. And she's telling him he's being ridiculous. Yep. And during this whole thing, he wants to go to the movies. Yeah, he's he like, I'm going to, the, oh, what are you doing tonight? She's like, uh, oh, do you want to go see this movie? She's like, no, don't you know what tonight is? He's like, no, what's tonight? She's like, it's yoga night. <laughs> I go to yoga every Monday. And he's like, well, can't you just skip this one? Like, that's his, like, this is where he is as a person immediately. He's always going to be like, like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, you're inconveniencing me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but she's like, no, I'm not going with you. Yeah. And she doesn't even say it nicely. She's like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking yeah. loser. No. Yeah. like. And he's like, all right, let me call my buddy. Um, oh, Louis Black. So this is a... No, not no, Louis Black. Richard um, Lewis. Richard Lewis. He's a legit comedian from back in the day. Yeah. Um, And they're friends. And he's on the phone with him. He wants to go. And he's like, oh, no, he's not going to go. He's uh, he's a, He's got a date. Yeah. And he, apparently he's already going to this movie. At the same time. But he's got a date, so he's not going to go with me. And he is pissed. He immediately hangs up and he's like, listen to this fucking shit. Yeah. Richard Lewis, who's going <laughs> to the movie at the same time as I am, has a fucking date and he's not going to invite me. And she's like, Larry. Why would you invite Why would you invite somebody on a date? Exactly. That would mean he's going to break up with his girlfriend and date you instead because she's not going to deal with that shit. Right. But he's just like, uh, but isn't that funny? Like you hear him and, and that's a moment where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be this way. But it's funny that he feels like it should be. He's very he's like George Costanza. Yeah, because he's all about him. He's like everything is can't inconvenience him. Jerry, can you believe this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, he's, and she's just like, no one does that. He's on a date. Yeah. And he's like talking over her and he's like, no, no, this yeah. is ridiculous. So then she calls her friend and she's like, oh, hey, Nancy, you want to go to the movies with Larry? And he is yeah he's like what the hell are you he's like what the hell are you doing right now no don't do this she's like no she's not doing anything she'll go see it with you and he's like i I don't even like her he doesn't even like her no he doesn't and another and he's like eating his fruit and he just stops chewing and he just (laughs) stares at her mouth open you can see the tube tv in the background like i love it dude fucking hilarious so then He's driving to go to the movies and yep. he's on the phone with his friend Jeff, who's oh, like his manager. Yeah, his manager. Jeff Garland, the actor Jeff Garland plays Jeff. Um and he's talking to him on and he's like, Oh, I caught you on the phone, right? Like he's in the car and they're talking for a bit. And he says something about, Hey, I want you to come out to this. He's like, You know what? I gotta check in with Hitler, talking about his wife, yeah. right? All of a sudden you hear in the background, like, What? what? Did, he say? <laughs> Did he just say Hitler? He's like, Who's that? <laughs> who is that? You're like, who the fuck? What do you have? Take me the speakerphone right now. He Take- is so pissed. Now let me ask you something. Does he have the right to be pissed? So I feel What's like What's your feeling? If you called somebody and you were talking like you thought you were just them in the car, you and them, private, saying whatever you wanted to say. Yeah. Would, I would you be pissed if you heard somebody else speak up? Like, whoa, what'd she say? Yeah, I would be very annoyed with that. Because generally, if someone calls me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so's in the car. Yeah. Like, hey, just, I got you on speakerphone. I also have so-and-so here. Yeah, like something. Because, you know, people spill the tea. Right. Does, yeah, no. I told you about when I texted Anthony, right? Yeah. Wait, maybe? I would text him. I was texting him. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, 
this doesn't make any sense. And then the next one was like, oh, this is Amber. What? Thank you. Thank you. He said he's driving, so he tells her what to say, and she's texting. But, like, the first thing she should say is, this is Amber. Because what if I said something that I didn't want her to know? Yeah. Not like I'm being shady, but, like, what if it's something that he and I talk about? Maybe he said something she he don't want her to know. Yeah, like, oh, did you get the engagement ring yet? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, though? something stupid like that. It's the same thing. Yeah. When I saw this the episode again, and I saw the scene, I was like, yes, Larry, you tell him. You tell him what's up, because that's Fucked up. Yeah, throw that big ass <laughs> phone at his head. That thing weighed ten pounds. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I was like, and then when I saw that scene too, I was like, I gotta ask Courtney her thoughts. So like, how would she thought that would be? Yeah, no, I would definitely be annoyed with that. Like, you yeah. gotta let a nigga know. Something. Yes, exactly. Damn. Exactly. But so <laughs> that happens. He gets pissed. Hangs up. He gets to the movie. Oh yeah. He's walking in. Got his popcorn and soda pop. <laughs> And he tries to get into the First aisle. First of all, here's the thing, right? Like, they show us the the aisle. And yeah. They show us where the girl is. And there's yeah. an aisle on that side. Yeah. And so then we see this other side where he's trying to get in. And there's yeah. another girl sitting there. I get where this lady's talking about. Because legit, if you're trying to get all the way on that side, why didn't you go down the right aisle, bro? Well, I mean, he didn't. It looked like he didn't know she was there because she like waved at him. Oh, okay, okay. So he was already going down that aisle. Yeah, okay. and it's like you know how it's you can never just cross the aisle. It's like yeah. two doors. I would typically so if there was no one behind that lady, I'd be like, "Fuck that! I'll go down this aisle." Yeah, you know that's what I, mean? what I would do too. But it's <laughs> but Larry. No, it's Larry. Yeah, he has to go down because in his mind, this is my aisle, and mm. as a human, you should move. Yeah, because. The movie hasn't started yet. Yeah. I'm not even inconveniencing you. Yeah. But she acts like it, though. Oh, yeah. She's huffing and puffing. (laughs) But to be fair, she's on the end of the fucking aisle. Right. Like, Like, come on. What do you think's going to happen? Exactly. You're just going to be set for the rest of the night, bro? Yeah. Like, you literally pick. If you want to be on the aisle, you got to know you're going to have to get up. And this is back in the day when you weren't assigned a seat. Yeah. You bought your ticket. You went and picked. You found your seat. Like, that's how it worked. Yeah. And you didn't buy your seat. And they try to jam pack as many fucking seats as possible. So you had this much room to get through. Yep. So he's trying to go through. These are not kickback recliner seats, bro. No. No. Which I do not miss those old seats. Like I kind of enjoy the recliners. Hell yes, dude. (laughs) Watching this, I was like, oh my God, I remember not having your seat assigned. Like going to find it. And then look how little these seats are. Are you kidding me? I know. You had to like lean back. You'd be scared that the fucking plastic was going to break. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I used to like. If no one was in front of me, I'd put like my feet up on the other seat because yeah, so you, you don't want no- nobody to sit there. Yeah, that was what we used to do as kids. When the people come, they'd be like, and they just sit over because they don't want their, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. So he's trying to get through the aisle, and as soon as he Hop goes, can puff. I can I come through? She's just, and she like barely moved. Like normally, a girl, if you're gonna, you stand would like up. stand, yeah, and then the seat because the seat's flapped up. So you could. It's not like you couldn't. You could lean back more and there's more room. Yeah. No. And he's like, oh, well, excuse me. Yeah. Like, he starts making a scene. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he goes, is, is this a problem for you? <laughs> <laughs> and she's oh, like, God. excuse me, what? And she starts arguing with him. And when she realizes she's not going to win, she goes, are you looking at my breasts? Yes. Which, what the fuck, dude? Which, That's come on. messed up. That is messed up. Especially because you're going to yell that all loud. That's like, rape! And he's like, 
No, he's like, oh yeah, because your breasts are so so per like no, what do you say? So interesting. Something yeah, like he's like, oh, they're so interesting. And then he walks by and he goes, I'm sure you're wearing that dress because you want me to look at your uh, your, your ankles or something. or something. Yeah. Oh God. So he finally gets through and sits down next to Nancy, who he doesn't even like. Yeah. He hands her the popcorn, and here's the thing. She starts eating it, and yeah. I thought that was going to be a problem. I was like, oh, God, he's going to say something about her eating the popcorn. Like, yeah. that was supposed to be his. But no, she. I guess that's that was the case. But she's like, what the hell's going on down there? And he's like, I don't, could you believe that woman? And she's like, like she's in the aisle. What yeah. the fuck? She's in the aisle. <laughs> and then she starts rubbing his arm because he, like, he's upset. He's like, what the hell? And she started saying all this stuff. She's like, it's all right, dude. Like, just chill. So she starts rubbing his arm. And then she looks down. And sees the pants. Wow. And like you could tell immediately now, she was thing. like, uh. These pants have to be super noticeable that way because, yeah. I mean, typically girls aren't looking at guys' crotches. No. They're not like guys who like check girls out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not like, oh, what's going on down there? Yeah, no, it's not like gray It's got to be like catching the side of your eye. Like, what is happening? Whoa, what is yeah. that? Well, because she's like rubbing his arm uh-huh. and then she just kind of like. and stops rubbing his arm immediately yep and then they just turn into the screen and the movie starts boom yeah so it's like oh great oh it's so good so his friend after this awkward moment happens yes richard lewis shows up and that's his girlfriend dude yeah that he's arguing with at the end of the aisle that was the date oh jesus of course and that's what i used to love about this show i remember that this show all these episodes the entire episode, there's like five or six things that happen at the beginning, and then everything else just hinges on that. Everything else throughout the entire show oh, just yeah. keeps playing into what's going on here. Because so far, we have his tent pants, yep. right? That becomes a story. We have this girlfriend that he doesn't get along with. Now, he it's interacting with his friendship with his, his, his be- one of his best friends. Yeah. We have... Him on the phone with Jeff Garland's parents in the background. Did we say it was the parents in the background, by the way, when when he was talking about Hitler? We might have. Maybe not. But that's, that was his parents in the background. So now that becomes a story. So all these things Larry does in his life always kind of spawn these kind of lines that throughout his day he has to deal with all this shit. Yeah. Because of his decision making. Yeah. Because, it's so amazing. Because he's an asshole. So it's kind of like it's instant awesome. karma for I everything. Know, it's so good. So... The movie ends and they walk outside (laughs) and like Larry's trying to get the fuck out of there and he runs into Richard Lewis and he's like, LD, it's my girlfriend, meet her. And she's like, it's nice to meet you. Where in my eyes, I'm thinking to myself, I think I would have waited to see what she said because if she wanted to play it off like she hadn't met me before, then that means she's probably not going to bring it up to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, "Mm." instead of being like, oh, we've met. You yeah, know what I mean, something. Well, Richard Lewis like, let's go get some cappuccino. Come on, <laughs> come on, we gotta do this. We gotta meet. You gotta meet this amazing woman because he's uh, all in love. Uh, I'm gonna go home. He's like, I- I'm tired. I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> I can't Larry have cappuccino. David. Yeah, I'll, I'll be up until five o'clock in the morning. He's like, we'll have decaf. He's like, then I'll be up till two. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> and Richard Lewis is like, come on, I feel like. You're just like coming at me here. Yeah. Like, come on. And he's like, no, no, no. We're still on for Saturday, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to go have a double date. And that's the thing. There was a double date set up. And now Larry's like, oh, shit. This is who the double date's with? Yeah. Not good. Mm-mm. And then Nancy, she just kind of like, that seemed to have like squelched itself. 
yeah. well, seemingly squelched itself, yeah. which I thought it was just weird to begin with that the wife would like offer up one of her friends to like go out with her husband because i feel like that was strange it is kind of weird in that it depends on how you're looking at it i guess right because in her mind right in 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 what's her name cheryl's mind yeah it's larry yeah larry's not gonna try anything right and then it's this friend who's definitely not interested in larry yeah and he wants to see this really bad she's got nothing going on right now like go see the movie he needs somebody to go with so i could see that side of it but i could see the other side too because when they're meeting right yeah and he says this is Larry. she's like nice to meet you larry the girlfriend pay go back and watch it again when he says are we gonna go to, uh, to dinner with you and your wife cheryl right yeah that lady looks at him now at the other lady and then looks at Larry like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you cheating on your wife? Like that. Like she's looking at him like. You're the scum you of the earth. You do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I see Cheryl's side of it, but then I do see the other side from like, if you didn't know, you'd be like, this fuck's dude's just going to the movies with other women? Yeah. And his wife's just at home? It is. It, it's just. Yeah, it is a strange thing. I guess it would be for me. It was just weird because it's like not his friend, right? Like if it was a female and it right, was his friend, friend, it wouldn't you're right. matter. He didn't even like her. Yeah, He's like, what the, the hell are you doing? Yeah, like it's not like it was and a he person. Went. He didn't just get out of it and be like, you know, what? I don't want to go. Never mind. Yeah, he still went though. Yeah, exactly. Must it, have been a good movie. I know, right? <laughs> so then. Uh, he comes home and he's telling his wife, which his <laughs> wife is fucking hilarious because she is just not about his shit ever. Like mm-hmm. every time he says something, she's just like, oh, so it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your yeah, fault. Really? Yeah. yeah. But she, she's always just like everything's so ridiculous. With yeah. Him. But I love how to him it was. Just, he just comes home. He's just like. This is the most hilarious thing. And he just yeah. starts telling her. And I think she thought I had a, a an erection. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like he does this to try to keep himself out of getting in trouble with Cheryl, yeah. but he still makes himself get in trouble with Cheryl because yeah. he doesn't tell her the whole truth. He doesn't tell her everything, right? Yeah. He just says that um, they were watching the movie and that at some point she just looks down at his crotch and yeah. thinks that he got an erection because of her. He doesn't talk about her rubbing, rubbing his, his arm. arm. And then after that, right, he gets through that whole conversation and then he's like, Oh, by the way, remember Richard Lewis? Yeah, we're not going out with them. He goes and he say, he says something about like, what does he say? Does he tell her about the confrontation? No, he doesn't tell her, does he? No, no he just says we're not going out with them. No, he he tells her that he got into an argument with his girlfriend, That's but he doesn't tell her he doesn't like say what happened yeah. or any of it. So then she's just like, oh, okay, great. I guess I'll call Nancy and I don't know. I guess figure out whatever with Richard. Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 don't call Nancy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just yeah. don't. don't. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so we'll keep that on the shelf. So then she also goes, by the way, Jeff said um, he's sorry. He left a, a yeah. message on the machine. What's that about? He's and like, he, I don't know. He immediately lies. Like, come and on. He keeps, he's like sitting there like he's acting, like he's trying to think. He's like, I don't I don't know what that could mean. Yeah. I don't know. No idea. Why would he say he's sorry? <laughs> yeah, which I feel like that got overblown because like if it was... If I had an answering machine, if someone left a message Jesus, for Devin. answering machines. I know. I remember when I was a kid and like getting a call from the school on the answering machine was Try like. To the, erase that yeah, quick. <laughs> exactly. But he's like, um, if Devin got a, a call and we had an answering machine and someone was like, oh, uh, by the way, I'm sorry. I wouldn't be like, 
what, what was it about? What was it about? What, what was, was it about? What does that mean? Yeah, like that seems like a lot. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know, their relationship is kind of weird. Yeah. So. Jeff ends up calling. Does he call Jeff back? I can't remember. Jeff calls no, him or he calls Jeff back. He's in the office with Jeff. He was trying oh, to call Richard Lewis. That's what it is. Yeah. And Jeff's like, yeah, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. I need you to come over to my house the other- later tonight and just apologize to my parents. Yeah. He's like, why? What for? He's He gets so annoyed. He's like, you're inconveniencing me now. What yeah. do I got to do this for? Right. Exactly. Well, because, you know, I used to have this like uncle or whoever it was that was uh, he was in a concentration camp. He was gay. He was Jewish, mm-hmm. like during Nazi Germany, all this stuff. Right. So they're very like sensitive to Hitler jokes and they didn't think it was funny at all. No. And he immediately starts making fun of the gay uncle. He's like, he's like, I'm must have been tough. Huh? I know. Gay and gay and Jewish in, in Nazi Germany. <laughs> and I'm like. You're focusing on the wrong thing, Larry. Yeah, like you're supposed to be remembering the fact that you're offending people. And so he says, like, all right, all right, fine. And then he gets pissed. He's like, don't you ever put me on speakerphone again? Yeah. And then he's like, and it's messed up that you left this answering machine message for Cheryl because now yes. she's going to keep asking me about it. We got to come up with a lie. Instead of like just telling him the truth, he's got to come up with a lie. I love it, dude. So he's George like. George Costanza. Oh, yeah. And at while they're doing this, Jeff's writing a letter to Kathy Griffin for an apology for for no reason at all. Yes. He doesn't even know why. And he's like, okay, that's the lie. Kathy Griffin wanted me to write her a pilot and yep. you didn't tell me about it. You just said no. Yep. They're like, okay, cool. Yep, cool. Lie. Awesome. So then he... <laughs> Which again, there's another thread right there. It gets planted because it comes back later to bite oh, him in yes. the ass. So then Larry, he's trying to call Richard Lewis to tell him that he's not coming to dinner. Doesn't happen. He leaves the office, comes back, yep. and his secretary, who's like on the phone making a personal call she's or something. Just like, this is his employee. She's just like... <laughs> one minute on the one phone. One hand up, one finger up, like, I'm not done yet. Hang on. <laughs> like, if that was my employee, I'd be like, boop. I'd hang that shit up and be like, when I come up, you put them on hold. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I'm your boss, son. <laughs> I know. But clearly, she has no respect no, for him. not at so, all. Nobody does. No, not at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> So he, she's like, you got two messages from your wife and Richard Lewis called. He's on his way here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, cool. Great. So he goes, sits in his office, calls his wife and he's like, yeah, milk, eggs, bread, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah, Jeff, uh, he apologized because the whole Kathy Griffin thing. He yep, said he was going to yep, yep. whatever said no to a pilot, blah, blah, blah. Knock, 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 knock. All of a sudden, like. There's Richard Lewis. And he just waves him in while he's still on the phone. Yeah. And you could tell Richard Lewis is annoyed. He's like waiting. And then he like knocks. He's like, look at my look at my watch. I don't have time. Come on. Let's go. I know. Which I feel like Richard Lewis is always wearing the same outfit. Like oh, he's yeah. always, always oh, in yeah. that same outfit. Yes. So he finally hangs up the phone and he's like, what, what, what? He goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I have a heart condition. I think I finally am in love with a woman. She's amazing and perfect and speaks seven languages and you ruined it for me. Which I'm like, how is your best friend going to ruin it for you? Oh, God, dude. He's like, we had intercourse already. We've already had intercourse. He's like, oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. I love that because when you see this back and forth and you realize that a lot of this is just kind of impromptu because they know what they're supposed to be like to each other. Yeah. Just when they enter, like Larry likes to interrupt people like in their little discord. He'll be like, oh, oh well, inter- uh, congratulations with that while he's trying. He's like, well, oh, 
And there's a part later when he's leaving, right? He's pissed off. He's like, we're going to dinner, right? He's like, no, 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 we're not going to dinner. I can't do that. We're not going to dinner. He's like, oh, you know what? We have enough history behind us that this is nothing. He goes, but, you know, whatever. As he's leaving, Larry says something to him. I can't remember what it is, but he he starts laughing. And he's like, look, that was funny. So I'm laughing, but I'm still mad at you. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was part of like the improv. So he knew how to like play it off, you know? Well, he told him you have until sundown to <laughs> let me know. <laughs> what are you, a, like a cowboy? Yeah. Like a He's like, what are you, the sundown kid? So I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. So he's Larry's still like, no, fuck this. Yeah, we're, we're not, not going to that. dinner. No dinner, period. Right. Nothing. Except with him and Cheryl, they're like, we're still going to go to dinner. Yeah. We're going to keep the reservation. I just canceled it with them so they don't show up. Yeah. Another seed that drops later. Of course. You got to love it, man. I, I love know, this show. It's just fucking hilarious. Just yeah. everything about every interaction during his day, like every single place he goes, there's some kind of drama. And, and then it's it comes fucking... back to bite his ass later. Yeah. Always. Everything. And it's like in every situation, too, he's like, it's not my fault. It's yeah. not my fault. Yeah. Yes. What do you mean? Yes, exactly. So now he's got to go to Jeff's parents. Yeah. Well, he's got to go to Jeff's house yes. to apologize. Oh, to the parents. Yeah. So he gets there and they're immediately silent, like just like stone cold, just ugh. because they want Jeff to fire him. They want him to. Dr- you shouldn't be. You shouldn't represent him. Yeah. He's, he's not a good person. Yeah. He's a terrible. <laughs> so they hate human. him. They yeah. hate him. So he comes in and he's like, I just want to say I made a joke. I didn't know you guys were on the line. I'm sorry. It was tasteless. I and just mom is of- just too much oh yeah she's like she's like it was vile you should be ashamed He's yeah. like, i know and then the husband starts going like okay well you know i no 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 he should be ashamed yeah. she just keeps going and the parents just kind of play off each other so yeah if the one's angry they're both angry yeah like they're just until to- until the father was just like all right knock it off i'm trying to talk here like, yeah all right i'm trying to tell him it's, it's okay stop shut up yeah so then he's like well i I just thought I was talking to Jeff and they're like, so Jeff would be okay with this? And He's then like, Jeff is no, like, no, I would have said, no, that's not okay, yeah. Larry. <laughs> and it's funny that Jeff just like needs to please his parents at yes. all times. He's a, he's a mama's boy. He's a, a, a parent pleaser. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So all this is finally taken care of. And then Jeff's wife, who sounds like Fran Fine. Yes. She's like, oh my God. Everything is just so great. They're so cute. The babies are upstairs. They're just cuddled together. You got to see. Get the Polaroid. One's got an arm over the other one. <laughs> Larry, come along. You got to see this. Look, Which you... is like Seinfeld. You got to see the baby. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And he's like, no. He starts walking with them. Everybody goes upstairs except him and Jeff. But then he tells Jeff, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go. I'm not going to I'm not going to do this. And Jeff's like, you don't want to see the wallpaper? And he's like, no, I don't yeah, want to see the fucking no, I'm wallpaper. I'm good. I got to go. Yeah. He's like, all right, go ahead. Go, go, go. No worries. Thanks. Thanks for coming by and saying, you know, thanks for what you did for apologizing to my parents. Yeah. So he leaves. Him and Cheryl go and they get ready for dinner at Mama's Boys. Or That's where they're going. Mama's Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so names a restaurant Mama's Boy? Apparently someone that looks like Chevy Chase. There you go. <laughs> so... They get there and Cheryl, who clearly is like, thinks she's entitled to things because he's Larry David. Here's the funny thing. This is what this again reminds me of a Seinfeld situation. He gets there. He's like, yeah, we're here. We have this reservation. She goes, oh, with the other two. She said, no, it's just going to be us. And she's like, 
yeah, we can't do that. We can't give you a table for four if it's just two. No, but we reserved it. Yes, I get that, but we have to use the space, so we can't do that. And let me try to find a two-top for you. Yeah. And then she comes back. She's like, yeah, I can't, right? And he's he's at a point where he's like, uh, all right, fine. We'll wait, or we'll we'll go somewhere else, right? And Cheryl's yeah. like, uh-uh. You need to tell her who you are. I know, and he's like, no, 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 no. She's not going to care. What? No, 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 no. You created Seinfeld. I know. You need to tell them who you... Ma'am, come here. Come here, ma'am. Like he found the fucking fountain of youth or something. Right? (laughs) And she's like, do you know know Larry David? He's co-creator of Seinfeld. And she's like, I don't know who yeah, that I've is. I've never seen that show at all. And she's like, we don't give a preferential treatment here. I feel like she said something like, I saw an episode, I think. Yeah. And he's like, see, she doesn't know it. She doesn't know what it is. And he's like, what the fuck? And she just like, but he's Larry David. Right. Like, you can do something. She can do something. She's, right. You're Larry David. And then Jeff comes over and yeah, he's, he's like, like. He's like, hey, hey. Oh, no. First, David, uh, Larry sees them, right? Yeah. And he goes over to them and he's like, oh, come, come sit with us. Come sit with us. So. Come sit with us. And she, Jeff goes, we'll just add two chairs. I've it's done fine. It before. I'm doing it all the time. And he's Larry David, yeah. co-creator of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they're sitting down at dinner and it's like everything that Larry does is a problem for the parents. Yeah. Because again, they fucking hate him and again. And he's noticing it too. He's like, he gets this face like where he's just like. Because he's like, oh, when are you guys going home? She's like, oh, what's the rush? Yeah. What's Trying it to send to us you? home quick? <laughs> and he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, what the fuck? I thought, they la- I thought my apology was okay. So now he's got this look on his face like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with these people? Why I- are they so nasty to me? <laughs> and everything that he thinks is like shows on his face so yes, like, blatantly. Yes, he's so good, right? He's so good. Jeff's like, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Let me let me pull you aside real quick. So uh, apparently, when when uh, my wife wanted you to come up and look at the baby, and you didn't come, my my parents didn't like that. And he's and he's like, well, what 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 did he say? What did he say? And he's like, well, uh, he said, what kind of a man doesn't come see his friends' kids? You know, right? That kind of thing. And he's like, but that's ridiculous. And he's like, I know, I know, but they don't like you anymore. <laughs> right? Oh God, you can't win when you're Larry David. Not at all. So he's like, great. So he goes and sits down. It's like, there's nothing to do to like. Do you remember before they went back as they're walking away? He's all getting nervous. He's like, he says to Jeff, he's like, are they going to say anything to her about the Hitler thing? Yeah. <laughs> he was so scared that they were going to bring up Hitler with Cheryl. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Oh, it's fine. fine. They're fine. So he sits down and then he sees his friend Richard Lewis and the girlfriend yep. sit down in the thing. And, and he's they got like, a two table, a, a two top yep. easily. Oh, yeah. No preferential treatment, huh? Uh-huh. But he's Richard Lewis. Oh, God. So they're all sitting at the table. Everything. Everybody's chatting and they're like, oh, Cheryl, you're so nice. You're such a great person, Cheryl. Oh, my God. How could you be married to someone like him? (laughs) And then all of a sudden, this redheaded lady comes walking up and she's like, oh, my God, Larry. It is Kathy Griffin. She's like, oh, hey, I, uh, I I called and left you a message or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got that. She's like, what? How? Like, I just called no like, she said i was gonna call oh, oh i was gonna call i didn't yeah. call yeah. how did you know what this is about he's, he's like, like yeah yeah we talked about it we talked about it. me and jeff we talked about it it's fine it's fine he apologized and cheryl's like what and kathy's like what yeah <laughs> this all makes sense and so she's like well yeah i wanted to see if you wanted to write me a pilot and he's like yeah we'll, we'll talk we'll talk yeah and he's trying to like shoo her away and then just for good measure the the mom goes oh you're so pretty what's your name and she goes me oh i'm kathy griffin yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> and Cheryl just looks at him. Like, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. Oh, it's so good, dude. I uh, love this show. It's just so fucking funny. And like, it just gets better, too. And it's one of those things, like I said, you have to pay attention to all the different decisions he makes and situations he gets himself in. Because trust me, it's coming back to bite him in the ass in this episode. You oh, know what I mean? a million percent. Always. It's so good. And so a lot of it is because this is Larry David, right? They wanted to write a show where this is kind of the kind of person he is. Let's put him in these situations and how would he react and what... Because again, everybody knows him from Seinfeld and they know that Costanza, the character of George Costanza, is Larry David. Yeah. You know? So... um just kind of watching him be himself there's something that's very kind of satisfying you feel like i love it like yeah. i feel like i feel better after watching him well yeah because it makes you feel like one i guess i'm not that bad of a person right. and two it's like it's so genuine that you just kind of can't help but like him because right. he just tells you how he feels that's just him right? yeah and that's what i love it's it's like you said he, you can see exactly what he's thinking and feeling just on his face yeah when you see a situation start unfolding and then the camera kind of like points to him a little bit and you see his face you know what he's thinking he doesn't have to say a thing you already know because you know what he's like yeah do you exactly. know what i mean oh my god this is such a good show it i is love this show definitely amazing definitely one of those shows that you want to watch while you're stoned like yes because it's just every situation that he finds himself into is like the most like outlandish situation yeah. that you would ever like i remember there's an episode where he like decides he needs to use the carpool lane and he like picks up a prostitute so that he oh, can make it I to the baseball he went to, like, game. The, yes, the baseball game with her. Yeah. And he's like driving in the the share lane with a yes. prostitute. And then it's like his wife finds out she he picked up a prostitute They're and he on doesn't the news or something. Yeah. Or on the ball game, you could see them in the stadium. I remember an episode where um there was this i forgot what it was a house that that somebody was renting and they were using it for kind of a or there was a shelter that just opened up for battered women yeah right and so like a few of those women were at the grocery store and he doesn't know this he's at the grocery store right and they're in front of um they have their cart in front of where the ice cream is but they're shopping for something else and he's like He's trying to get to the ice cream and he like he just kind of explodes on them. Yeah. And it's this male that's kind of like this to these women who are in a battered shelter. And it was like, <laughs> oh, the rest of the episode, you found out like these women were there. And he's just like, oh, God, you know, yeah. what I mean? like they look at me like I'm I'm an abusive guy. You know yeah. I mean? It's Larry, dude. All these things. he It's like sometimes it's not even his fault, but it just he finds himself in a situation where he makes a decision to say or do something. And then it's like. Mm, wrong decision yeah maybe you shouldn't have done that because <laughs> that shit comes back oh and it comes back hard every time i love, it. I oh love my it. God. i'll tell anybody that's listening to this if they have never seen this and this was their first kind of foray to listen to us talk about it to decide whether or not to watch it it gets better it does it gets better and better and better more characters show up um it, it's it's crazy it's a crazy good show oh yeah and spoiler alert in like way later seasons Larry finds himself married to a black woman. And I'm talking like a straight hood rat black I haven't black gotten lady. that far. Well, oh, my maybe. God. Well, I I, I know J.B. Smoove, yeah. um, the, the comedian from there. Because I remember when he was showing up for a while. And this was yeah. after Larry separated from Cheryl. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but I remember that. But he ends up remarrying. He gets married. Yeah, to this black lady. Oh. It's like 
I think he's married to like Vivica A. Fox. Oh my God! Maybe I do remember this piece. Yeah, because uh, what's his face is the cousin is her cousin. It's supposed to be her yes. cousin in this. Yes. Okay. Hilarious. It's so good. It's a good show. It's a great show. It People is. should watch it. Definitely must watch and just give it like you gotta wait a couple because the first the production and everything is rough for the first it couple. is it is but you just gotta like give it, it a gets try much better because hbo looks at a show and says you know what we have something here yeah and they start putting money into it dude and then the production just jumps they start getting all kinds of celebrities as guest stars they mm-hmm. get i mean it looks good i mean it gets so much better oh yeah um all right so that was Curb Your Enthusiasm. Next week, we're doing something special. Yes. We're having a guest host. Uh, guest that, I guess, you... Well, obviously, we both know, but yes. like your other listeners would know. Yes, he's a co-host on Out of the Shadows with me. Jim Clark is going to join us because we're talking about... Uh-oh. Jim Jim Clark the third. Oh. I seen that oh. on his fucking Venmo thing he sent me. <laughs> For the cookies. Dude, you better, you better, you better, you drop that on him. Be oh, like, I the will. third, huh? <laughs> there's other, there's two others? Dude, as soon as, as soon as I was checking my things, I had like a notification. I was like, who the fuck is James Clark the third? <laughs> James Clark the third. Uh, he's joining us to talk about um, a show that he, well, so he's into Big Mouth. We watched Big Mouth for this thing. Yes. Big Mouth has a new spinoff show called human resources and so jim's gonna join us to talk about that on the next episode so i can't wait to do that because number one it'll be fun to have all three of us on we've been doing this new project on the side that we'll announce here soon uh the three of us Mm -hmm. but it'll be cool to kind of have a podcast where we're just kind of all talking and not just what we have been doing so it'll be a lot of fun um also to kind of see his thoughts on how he interprets what we watch and you know the way we do it yeah so it'll be fun to do it Oh, yeah. So Human Resources is coming up next. And I am so excited. It looks awesome. Oh, my God. It looks amazing. Uh, Anyway, okay, so that's it. We're done here. We're closing up shop. This has been Tube Time. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Make sure that you check out our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram under Tube Time Podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, interact with us. Let us know what you think of the shows. Leave comments. Unless you're one of these accounts that's talking about promote it on blah, 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 because then you get blocked. <laughs> or then you get told to DM your mom. <laughs> exactly, because we'll promote your mom. Um, but anyway, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. This is Tube Time. We'll see you next week. And uh, just remember, open hand slap, control. Closed hand, abuse.